Hey, it's Meatball. And Mark. And this is the Rocker Morning Show on demand from 107.7 RKR. This is the best of the Rocker Morning Show with Meatball and Mark. Ryan, you're out with Mark and Meatball. Okay. Good morning, Ryan. How are you? Good morning. Thanks so much for having me. Totally, dude. Absolutely. Well, with us this morning on the Rocker Morning Show, Ryan Sprague, uh, you are, boy, quite the popular person these days. (laughs) (laughs) It has been an interesting uh, few weeks. (laughs) <laughs> in the world of UFOs, and uh, I have found myself unwittingly smack dab in the middle. <laughs> I'll, I'll ride that wave as long as I can. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, you are an expert uh, who has been on the Science Channel. Uh, you're host of this podcast, Somewhere in the Skies, which we want to talk about just a little bit, too, because it sounds really interesting. Um, but we also have you on because of the recent sightings that we've seen, you know, in the skies over North America, which, you know, started with what we know now to be a, a Chinese balloon of some kind of intel, uh, you know, that we shot down over the Atlantic Ocean. But given your areas of expertise, um, when you first, along with the rest of us, saw what was happening with that initial sighting over North America, what were your initial reactions to that? And then as everything kind of unfolded, you know, what was your mental process there? Yeah. So, you know, when I first had learned about the now confirmed Chinese high altitude surveillance balloon yeah. and the, the shoot down over South Carolina, you know, I, I just like anyone in the public was interested, intrigued, maybe a little, uh, it was a little unsettling, sure. uh, but we shot it down. We showed, you know, that we weren't going to let this thing continue to surveil us and in any way, shape, or form. And uh, that was kind of it, you know? Go yeah. America, I guess. But then, <laughs> you know, as the, as the days went on, yeah. uh, and we now shoot down after shoot down, I started to get a little uneasy, especially when I started hearing the pilot testimony of some of these things. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm hearing words that, like cylindrical, gray and silverish in color, uh, outmaneuvering some of our aircraft. Uh, one pilot even claimed that uh, whatever the object was over Alaska interfered with their sensor systems Mm -hmm. on their aircraft. So my UFO ears perked up as soon as I started hearing (laughs) that stuff. Yeah. And uh, that's when I started questioning, we're not just dealing with balloons anymore. Right. And well, one of these was shot down over the Great Lakes as well, which is all around us in Michigan. Uh, These were different from the first objects, though, right? Correct. Yes. The object over Lake Huron actually... Uh, was octagonal in shape. So that one really stood out to me as well. This is not a shape we hear in the UFO world that often, especially when you're dealing with conventional UFOs. Mm -hmm. I guess they would be IFOs at that point. When you're dealing with balloons or or even drones, uh, the way that object was described was very interesting. And the fact that we still have not recovered the object over Lake Huron or Canada or Alaska uh, leaves a lot to the imagination and leaves a lot of questions unanswered by the White House and the United States government. Sure. And I I don't want to, like, overly speculate on it, too, to, like, start some some crazy, crazy rumors about it, you know. But, like, what does that say about, you know, shooting these things down that have been described as, you know, different shaped balloons and stuff? But the fact that we can't find it, like, why does why is that such an important aspect of this? So I believe, you know, the reasoning for not being able to find these obviously is the harsh story in which these things were shot over. So it's understandable in a sense, you know, inclement weather and everything else that has to do with recovery of any object shot. You know, I recently spoke to a Navy pilot a couple days ago who um, about this very 
very issue with a lot of this going on. And mm-hmm. she told me flat out, like, you have no idea, like, how hard it is to actually recover anything shot down. Like, it could end up anywhere once it's blown out of the True. sky. Sure. Um, so I understand that to an extent. Yeah. Uh, however, it's the fact that um, they felt the need to shoot these things down immediately that really troubles me. And and if we will ever truly know what these objects were or weren't even, right. um, I don't like to speculate either. I, I don't personally <laughs> believe that any of these objects were extraterrestrial in origin. However, the way that some of them are maneuvering do not add up in terms of what our own conventional aircraft, our most sophisticated aircraft, mm. are capable of. So when you have pilots, you know, sort of describing different things and on uh, and whatnot, it does leave you wondering, huh, well what could we actually be dealing with? And mm. I don't have an answer. The American people don't have an answer yet. It's and true. We are waiting. We're just waiting. Just kind of left our own devices at this point to imagine and see. <laughs> Which could be very, uh, very dangerous at times. Sure, Trust abs- me, I've gone down those rabbit holes before. <laughs> Hard to get out. Absolutely. Well, you know, these strange things over the Great Lakes kind of conjured back to something that happened uh, in in the 90s. And it was actually on an episode of uh, Unsolved, uh, Unsolved Mysteries, I believe it was. Yeah. It was it was really interesting the the UFO sightings in 1994 over Lake Michigan. Have you seen that episode of Unsolved Mysteries? And and if so, I'm curious as to your thoughts on it. Yes, you know I, I've uh, actually researched the Michigan case heavily. Uh, oh, cool. It has a very long history with UFOs dating back to the early days of Project Blue Book, where you know the now famous astronomer who worked with Project Blue Book, which was a U.S. Air Force investigation of UFOs, uh, coined the term swamp gas. You know, all these people (laughs) in Michigan were seeing UFOs, and their determination, the U.S. Air Force, was that they were seeing some sort of weird gas created in, you know, in these swamps in Michigan, when in reality, they all knew that wasn't the case. (laughs) They knew that that's not what they saw. So much so that, you know, Gerald Ford at the time said, "Uh uh-uh. That's not going to cut it. Um, I wanted. I want congressional hearings on these UFOs. Yeah. That was the first time ever where uh, Congress looked into UFOs. And then you get into the 90s and you have this mass UFO sighting once again in Michigan. Yeah. And where even, you know, the radar operators at the local weather stations are tracking these things and they're massive. Yeah. And they're being sighted all across the state. Um, so, yes. That Michigan case is one that I hold to very high esteem, highly documented, highly credible. And hey, who knows? Could it have any connection with what we're seeing nowadays, these objects being shot down? I don't want to go that far, but right. when you get into UFOs, the the further you zoom out, it seems all of this stuff is somehow connected. For sure. sure. Absolutely. What do you feel is most misunderstood when it comes to people who talk about these incidents and experiencing these in, uh, incidents? You know, I think for a lot of people, there's a lot of ridicule and stigma that comes with reporting a UFO. And at this point, I've spoken to hundreds and hundreds of people from all over the world. They've been so gracious and have allowed me to share their stories on my podcast or in books that I've written. And I think the biggest misconception is that, you know, these people are saying that they saw an alien craft. We Mm -hmm. always connect UFOs to, you know, flying saucers and little green men when (laughs) in reality we're seeing this play out in modern day that that's not, that's simply not the case. They're just unidentified. 
Yeah. And I think that's important. Yeah, you mentioned, uh, you know, your podcast. We wanted to get to it somewhere in the skies. This is a weekly um, podcast that you put out. You you talk a lot about UFOs and unexplained things in the skies, but I'm curious how much of this, you know, in in the podcast is about, you know, myth debunking of like, no, this isn't aliens versus stuff that you just can't explain. And you're like, how is this not aliens? You know what I mean? Absolutely. You know, I take a very grounded and objective approach with the show. Uh, I I don't have the luxury of of not having seen a UFO. I did see a UFO when I was a child. Oh, cool. Um, but it could have been anything. And I, I kind of keep that door open that maybe we are dealing with something extraterrestrial or yeah. interdimensional or or anything. Yeah. Um, so on the show, you know, we have these very grounded conversations. We pose theories, but we never cast judgment on anyone about what they've seen or what they believe they saw. Because, you know, I wasn't there when it happened. And yeah. no one was there when I saw a UFO either, except my father and I. And we yeah. couldn't explain what it was we saw. And that's what people are struggling with. They don't have answers to what they saw. They want answers. And they want them from the U.S. government, who is saying that they are shooting down unidentified objects. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we explore everything over at Somewhere in the Skies, that's for sure. I'm curious, with that initial sighting when you were a kid, was that what sparked your interest in doing this forever for your career? It did. You know, I had nightmares about what I'd seen, this triangular object floating effortlessly in the sky, made no noise, was huge. My dad was looking up at this thing with me. He turned as white as a ghost, and that's all I needed. You know, a 12-year-old looking up at my dad who couldn't explain this to me, it changed my life, as it does many people who've seen these things. So that did send me on this pursuit, and... uh, and I live it every day, and I absolutely love it. And I am riding this wave right now, <laughs> or trust me, with uh, UFOs being shot down in the United States. Something well, that's never supposedly happened before. Right. Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, if you, Alleg- lo- <laughs> if you love the unknown, this podcast is definitely for you. Somewhere in the Skies with Ryan Sprague out every week. And keep an eye out for Ryan on History Channel's Ancient Aliens and Beyond the Unknown on the Travel Channel. Ryan Sprague, thank you so much for your time today, man. We appreciate you. Thank you, guys. Keep looking up. Live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 and on demand in the Rocker app. It's the best of the Rocker Morning Show on 1077 RKR.